0: Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined by my new buddy here, Mr. Ramiz, uh, who's been out for a little while with a sickness, but uh, we're glad to have you back, Ramiz. Glad to talk this uh, huge, huge, huge Friday mega slate with you. How have you been, man?
1: I've been better. I've been better. But I'm excited to talk about NBA again, man. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. Big 11 game slate here. So plenty of people out there. I'm sure we'll agree on some and others uh, we might not necessarily agree on. But let's start off with some injury news we're looking out for, Ramiz. We're looking out for uh, some of the biggest ones, obviously, is Nikola Jokic. He's going to be out again, of course, with the COVID-19 health and safety protocols. We also got news I uh, broke a little bit during the evening here. Jamal Murray is also going to be out for the health and safety protocols. So there's going to be some nuggets that we have interest in, I would imagine. Uh, Chris Paul is questionable. So if he is out, I'll have some interest in Devin Booker. That's about all I've got right there for you. Uh, Adebayo is questionable also. Uh, Gabe Vincent probably saw the biggest bump, surprisingly, without Adebayo in the last one. So you've got to keep an eye on that one. There's no Tyler Hero either. Uh, Desmond Bain is out still, obviously. So some Memphis guys, some guards in the Memphis might be of some interest in him. Kate Cunningham is out also. So you got some interest in some uh, Detroit guys, actually probably my favorite player over there. Uh, Paulo Banquero, out. Uh, Jared Allen, questionable. Last time he was out, we could get some Kevin Love in there and stuff like that, but uh, we have to see if he plays. Marcus Smart, also questionable. Yeah, Derek White, you have Malcolm Brogdon coming back too. So some guys I had to keep my eyes on there. Uh, Gary Harris may return, which puts a little bit of a damper on Jalen Suggs, and Isaiah Stewart is out. And I, uh, as I'm watching this box score here, Jalen Duran looks like he's doing some work. So uh, we'll talk about that in a minute or But that's uh, that's the injury news you're going to want to stay on top of. This is the time of season, guys, where injury news breaking late in the day does change the slate quite you know quite often. Uh, so you do want to be one of our DFS Pass members, and while I'm talking about it, might as well just go ahead and plug it. Get that DFS Pass. It's $4.99 a month, and uh, you get the Ethos 360 Pass also, which gets you the Fantasy Pass and the Wager Pass as well. Go sign up so you can get uh, access to guys like me and Ramiz, and you can go ahead and get all this uh, latest, late-breaking news here with these injuries and who we're going to be rostering. Uh, but Ramiz, any big news I left out there, or do you think I, I
1: pretty you much— left one? Big news! uh Ball is <laughs> actually out for the game against oh, as yeah. well. That's right. Yeah. So. That's right. He also, yes. said he questionable for that game as well. So I don't know what, who's going to be starting a point guard there. Yeah. So that
0: is uh, yeah, no, that's a good good point. And uh, obviously, we've had, we've had some interest in the past, and guys like Rozier and uh, Kelly Oubre and things like that. So uh, you know, maybe we gravitate towards those guys. But let's talk about it, man. Let's go. Um, I've got an interest probably in every single game on the slate, but let's uh, let's kind of do this here, Ramiz. Let's talk about the teams that you know have guys out. So let's go ahead and just head this off with Denver. And uh, let me tell me who you're you know targeting on Denver.
1: Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I went with the obvious choices, kind of with Jamal Murray and Jokic out. Someone's got to slide in and get a lot more minutes. So you can definitely expect a Zeke Nagy maybe at a 3,200, to get more minutes per baby. and probably hit a couple threes, grab some rebounds. I think you can also make Bowens Highland to probably start it at the point guard position. And maybe he can be kind of, you know, get some assists, points at 5,000. And uh, I think those are the only two ones that I would go with. MPJ is kind of a risky one at 6,200 for me.
0: Yeah, I do have MPJ in my player pool. I'm not going to have a whole lot of shares of him. I had a lot of shares of him last time, and he kind of cropped the bed. Uh, It is what it is. He is kind of a hit or miss kind of guy. I think you do have to have some exposure, though, if you're playing a lot of lineups, because he could could potentially go off. Um, But, yeah, I've got Bones Highland here circled. He's my main guy here. I think he's going to have really high ownership, so it's one thing to really – uh, think about out there, but he is only 5,000. to hit about 30 DK points to hit 6X value there, and that's not going to be a problem. I mean, he's getting nearly that even in a backup role, so if he slides in that starting lineup and gets 30-plus minutes, which I assume he will, uh, I think there's, there's absolutely no reason that he can't hit that 6X value for you, so he seems like a very safe play to me. Uh, I do have some Bruce Brown, interest in Bruce Brown at 5,400, but, yeah, he's a little bit pricey there. Um, one guy I will throw out there that could be a good move here is Contavius Caldwell-Pope at 4,700. Uh, he is a little bit reliant on other people creating for him, but I do like Bones. I do like MPJ. I think they still have enough weapons out there that uh, KCP can still have his uh, his day in the sun here. So 4,700 for him. I think that's an okay price. And then one last guy I'm going to add on that side of knees. His- is uh, Jeff Green? I do have some interest in him at thirty five hundred. He played twenty eight minutes. Yeah, played twenty eight minutes in that last one. I think the biggest thing is Jokic is out, and they need someone to play center, and they don't really have anybody there because you know why would you have anybody <laughs> that good to back up Jokic? So uh, Jeff Green's really the guy that slots into that, and we've seen what he did last season in big minutes. So I'm actually going to have I wouldn't say a whole lot of shares, but maybe like twenty five percent of my lineups, I'm actually going to have some Jeff Green. So I do have a lot of interest in him as well. Um, but anyways. Another team that's kind of dealing with the injury bug right now, the Detroit Pistons. Tell me who you got interest in on that side, because they are without Isaiah Stewart. They're without uh, Cade Cunningham. So so who do you like?
1: I think you already mentioned his name, but Jalen Durant at 3700 has got to be a steal. Like, I mean, the, the amount of minutes is going to open up for him, because you can't expect Marvin Bagley to do multiple like, rim protecting and like paint protection, especially against the Lakers line so I really like Jalen Durant at thirty-seven hundred. I also like Alec Burks at forty-four hundred. I think oh. he's a veteran player that nice. he's coming off entry. He's only played like two games, but he's obviously warming up to it. And I think he can put the guy who can slot it at that point guard position, because Killian Hayes has kind of been underperforming.
0: Mm-hmm. That's like the story of his career, Killian Hayes. He's, <laughs> he's not he's not been very good. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean that's what you know. It is what it is. Uh, I do like that call. That's good. That a lot of people probably will not really be on to onto them onto him. Uh, so I do like that because I like the, old, the low ownership plays. But yeah, Jalen Duran seems like the absolute smash play on the slate right now. Thirty-seven hundred. He's uh, currently watching his box score right now. It's at halftime. And he's got eight points and eight rebounds, so nearly a double double by halftime. And I think he's played like fifteen minutes or something like that. So um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any lineups I'm going to have where I don't have Jalen Duran. Uh, I mean, there might be one or two, but mostly I'm going to have some Jalen and I think he's a smash guy. I think he's also going to have very high ownership, but I think this is chalk that you gladly eat. Um, I definitely have to mention Jaden Ivey, 6,400. Uh, Still think he can hit 6X at that price. It is, I wouldn't say a lofty price. It's a fair price. But with the added, uh, you know, touches he's going to get without Cade Cunningham, if he has a good game against this LA Lakers team, which isn't necessarily the best uh, defensive team in the world, uh, I do like his chances here. The Lakers might actually have a few guys coming back to. Uh and I'm the rotation just, right.
1: Thomas yeah. Bryan and Dennis Schroeder.
0: There you go. I was uh, thank you very much because I was their names were escaping me. Uh, so a couple of veterans coming back there so that may uh, yeah mess with the rotations a little bit and uh, you know make the Lakers even worse for a game or two. So that would be nice. <laughs> but, um, another guy that you can uh, pivot off of, you know maybe I will in a, a lineup or two if you don't want to have Jalen Duren you just want to be really contrarian. Uh, Marvin Bagley at 4,700. Uh, make sure he's playing. He's been having some injury issues here. So as long as he is playing though, he is a guy that puts up fantasy points and he's a little bit more expensive but i still think he could get uh, value for you there 4700 uh okay so moving on let's talk about uh memphis because we said uh desmond bain is out Oh yeah so let's talk okc memphis i got some interest in both sides of the ball here but let me know who do you like in this okc memphis game
1: this is actually a tough game to gauge because with no desmond bain right i think the obvious one is definitely John Moran. But like, who is the second player that you're looking at as like a low-risk, high-reward type player? Because Jared Jackson Jr. is back, mm-hmm. but is he on a minutes restriction? Is he going to be playing with you know, the full effort? I do like Brandon Clark at 4200. Mm-hmm. I think this OKC team is a, a small team, so I don't know if Steven Adams is going to get a lot of PT. He didn't get a lot of PT against the Pelicans, I believe. So I think this is a game where Brandon Clark slides in with minutes restriction on Jared Jackson Jr. and plays pretty well to his value.
0: I'm never on top of Steve Adams. I wonder if he has a big game here. I just never, ever roster him in DFS. He's just not the type of player that I like, but um, I'm sure he's going to burn me. He's probably going to have, like, a huge game here. The Thunder <laughs> right. well. Yeah, the Thunder are pretty bad down low, but I do have JJJ, you mentioned him, Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, circled here. He is 5,600. You mentioned his minutes. Uh, the thing that stuck out to me in his first game back is he managed 25 minutes in his first game back. That's got to be encouraging for seasoned lawn owners that have him on their team. So uh, I'm hoping for a similar workload, and if I do get that, he was, I believe, three of fourteen from the field in that game, uh, if if my memory serves me correctly. So if I, uh, you know, if he has a similar workload and a similar usage, uh, if he hits a few more shots, I think he can hit value for you at 5600. Uh, I also like Dylan Brooks, 6400. You you mentioned, you know, who's going to step up. And, uh, and fill that Desmond Ben role and take that usage. I mean, Dylan Brooks is, is always a me guy. He's never going to say no to a <laughs> shot. Uh, he's going to come in and chuck up 20 shots, and you're just hoping for him to hit half of them. And if he does that, he you know he needs 38 uh, DK points of roughly to get, hit 6X value here. That is actually within the one more possibility if he has a good game. But, of course, he is Dylan Brooks. He could also go one for 20 and wouldn't bat an eye. So just be wary of that. But I will have him in a few lineups. Uh, and, any yeah, on the OKC side, I think, you know, as far as the spin-up guys go, Ramiz, I, I love SGA at 9,900
1: in this atmosphere. Um, Said the words right pretty- out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, man. I stole, I stole your thunder. No, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me about SGA. Go ahead. No, no. I think you hit a spot on Shane Gillis alexander has been on fire. And, like, yeah. you want to know, like, is it going to come to an end? But, like, you can't not bet against him. Like, I mean, 9,900 9, for what he's bringing? Yeah. Uh, Was it? 50, 40, 90 over 30 points? Like, that's absurd. I do want to give a shout out to Jalen Williams, too. I think he's finally cracked the rotation yeah. and he's only what, valued at 4000 So, I mean, that's a great opportunity to, to probably get some great value from him.
0: Yep, yeah, I have uh, all four, both of those guys on the Thunder side. Those are the two Thunder I have on my slate here. But, yeah, I've been on Jalen Williams for a few weeks now. Uh, he's been getting the minutes, and he's got the skill set. It's just a matter of him putting it together. He is still a rookie. so um, But he has been. In certain games, he's been going off and, and putting up some very nice lines. So, I think 4,000, you can definitely slot him in if you need a guy that's kind of a value guy to fill out your roster. Uh, okay. Let's move on to another game. This is a game I just like because I just like both these teams in this matchup, and I think this game environment's good for DFS. So, Indiana Pacers and the Houston Rockets. Um, you know, this is a game of two. We're two teams that aren't necessarily that great but they have good talent on their team so you know i'm looking at guys like on the indiana side i'm looking at Halliburton at 9200 you know i think he's a guy that might get overlooked a bit on this big slate and i think that's a fair price for him especially against a houston team that we know likes to push the the pace and does not play any defense so um 9200 for Halliburton seems very fair to me i think if i land on him if i can fit him in my lineups i do like it um, I've got Benedict Mathurin also at 5,900. And I think this is a low-ownership play. I think a lot of people are going to be off of him because of uh, some pretty bad games recently he's had. But he flashed earlier the season his upside. And, again, this game environment here, Indiana, Houston, it's going to be up and down the court. It's going to be just a chaotic game, and that's what you want for DFS because that creates opportunity. Any other Pacers or, or Rockets that you like in this game, Ramiz?
1: Uh, I, I like Miles Turner. At 7,300, he's been re- – pretty great this season I mean he hasn't been dealing with any injuries so far but like I mean these past games I mean he's got double rebounds double digit rebounds he's got around three blocks and three like he's getting a few assists as well and he's getting points so he's kind of getting a lot of aspects of the game and he's doing it efficiently as well as long as he can stay healthy and play up to 30 minutes I think you're getting good value from him
0: yeah, uh, Miles Turner, man, he has been having a good season. Hopefully he gets traded to a team that's, you know, actually good, but we'll see how that happens. Cause I want Isaiah Jackson to be unleashed, but we'll see how that all happens. Um yeah, I do also have some interest in on the Rockets' side. I've got some interest in Alpern Shingoon because of what you mentioned with Miles Turner. I think he's trying to ball out. I think Elprin could get a few blocks off of him. And he's been playing pretty decently himself, so sixty seven hundred Not a guy I'm like gonna go out of my way to roster, but if I do land on him, I don't mind him at all. I like Jalen Green at 6500. I was on him uh, the last time he had a big game. He was like 6300 or so, so salaries climbed a little bit. But I still think it's very reasonable 6,500 for a guy that's uh, getting a lot of uh, volume for shots. His shot just needs to fall for us to to have a good game there. Uh, and then lastly, I'm going to throw out a guy I've been throwing out every single Rockets game is Eric Gordon at <laughs> 4,000. I, I just always throw him out because he can always – I mean he's, he's a bucket, man. He's a walking bucket. He can put up 15, 20 points. And uh, as long as he's 4,000 or 4,200 or less, I'm, I'm still going to have some interest in him. So, uh, what do you think, man? Good call,
1: bad call? You're not on that Eric Gordon bandwagon? <laughs> Eric, I like the pick, but it's just that it's Eric Gordon wanting to do it. Like, that's the only thing yeah. that's up questioning me about Eric Gordon because, you know, he's playing on a team that isn't kind of, doesn't want to really win. You just want to tank for, obviously, one Yano. And, uh, but I do like, I do want to shout out to this guy, Daishuan Nix. Because there's a chance KPG is questionable to to mm. lower back soreness, so I think Deshawn Nooks could definitely get a certain a more a lot more minutes, and he's only at 3,200, he can definitely get you easy buckets, easy points. And to speak on Jalen Green, I also have him on my list as well. I think he's a guy with high high reward because you know, especially if you he's going to get a lot of shots every game, he's getting a lot of shots. He's got to hit those shots, right? Get yeah. Points. Absolutely. And
0: uh, it's a good call with Dacia Nix. I didn't know that um, KPJ was uh, was questionable, but yeah, if he does say it, I do believe Nix will uh, slot in. That actually gives me some more interest also in uh, Jalen Green because I think he's going to have more usage as well. So uh, good, good call there. Uh, okay, I've got one more game I've got a lot of interest in, and then I'm going to ask you who you'd like here. I've got interest and I've got to always mention these games, of course, because, uh, because of who I am. i am interested in the Chicago Bulls and <laughs> New Orlando Magic game. Uh, here's the thing about the Chicago Bulls, and, you know, I think this is one of the – just kind of a general DFS strategy that you guys can take and use. But, you know, what we're looking at when we're looking at the salaries, one thing that I'm looking at is that, you know, sometimes what affects the salary is not just – uh, how well they perform in the games, so it's also public like sentiment. Like you know, if people are off of these guys and not rostering them, their salaries fall. So you know, if someone's not, uh, if the public sentiment is against a team, it makes me interested in them because their you know their salaries are going to be deflated. I think the best case of that year with Chicago and Orlando is Demar DeRozan at the lowest salary I've seen him all season, eight thousand. I think maybe in the first couple of days of the season he was like in the seven thousands for some reason, but uh, but this is just too cheap. And you know, I, I'm looking for the Bulls. To bounce back in a big way against a not-so-good team here uh, that's going to be missing one of their, you know, star guys. So uh, I like DeMar DeRozan at 8,000. I don't think I'm going to have him in every single lineup, but I'm going to have him in a decent number of lineups. How do you like that, Ramiz, and uh, talk me out of it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely see your point, but I went, with, I went with his partner in crime. I went with Zach Levine. I think Zach Levine, as, as long as he's not injured, as long as he's not dealing with any type of soreness or any issue, he's <laughs> one of the... Of, one of the best players on this team right for a reason and uh he's been off to like he's been a great stretch of basketball right now as long as and he's been playing hefty amount of minutes which is really good to see i think he's like seven thousand seven hundred cheaper than drozan is that's why i kind of uh, lean towards him but i do like your drozan pick but it's just i need to see like some games i need to see a bounce back game he hasn't had a great season obviously comparing to last year's not the best way to compare it But you know better than me as a Chicago Bulls fan, right?
0: (laughs) Well, it's been a rough go, man. So hopefully these Bulls can rebound. But, yeah, DeMar, he had a a couple of rough games in Toronto because they were doubling him and just getting the ball out of his hands. And, uh, you know, I think that might be a recipe that teams are using here. And, uh, you know, hopefully they overcome it. But uh, I do have some interest also in some of the cheaper Bulls over here. I would assume I'm going to mention him again. His uh, salary keeps dropping for good reason. He hasn't had a very good game, but he's 4,300 uh and you know what this kid's gonna turn around he's very he's still very young he's still feeling the the game out um goran dragic has been kind of eating into his minutes and playing very good basketball but I would assume who's the guy that's going to be in Chicago long term. So his minutes aren't going to go anywhere. Uh, they have dwindled a bit. You're going to hope they rebound. If he has a good game, he will stay in and he will beat this price price point. I guarantee it. So uh, he, I do have some interest in him. Not a whole lot, but some. Uh, another guy I'll throw out, which I threw out in the last pod, is Andre Drummond at 3800 A guy that's capable of putting up 30 to 40 DK points in just 15 minutes. That's a guy I'm always going to have interest in, especially when his salary is so darn low. Uh, so, I'm going to have him in a few lineups as well. Um, but on the other side of the ball, Ramiz, I actually have the most interest in Franz Wagner uh,
1: <laughs>
0: because there is no Paolo Benquero, obviously, and the Bulls' defense is pretty much trash at this point. So, uh, do you like Franz tonight or no?
1: Yeah, Franz Wagner, 6,900, it's, it's really great. I have him on my list, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely a good shot, Keith. Uh, with Paolo out, I mean, you have a lot of injuries. Even mm-hmm. you have some questionable players in Wendell Carter and Mo Wagner. Mm-hmm. So,. I do want to give a shout-out to Bobo, too, though, at 6,500. Mm. I think if Wendell Carter is out as well, and obviously with no Paolo, you're going to expect a lot of more minutes from him. And he's been having a great couple of games. I mean, then he held Luca to, like, 20 points or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously it wasn't just him, but yeah. let's yeah. just give all the credit to him anyways.
0: <laughs> there you go. No, um, yeah, when when so I did call Wendell Carter being out correctly in that last one. That's a good thing to address because I called Wendell Carter Jr. being out in that last podcast I did. But I was totally wrong about the ownership. I thought everybody was going to flock to Bull Bull, and I was totally wrong. Everybody flocked to Mobamba. I thought I was going to be a contrarian, blame Mobamba, and he had like 20 to 30% ownership in my GPPs, whereas Bull Bull had like 6%. I was absolutely flabbergasted by that. And of course, Bull Bull had a huge game, so I felt like a double idiot. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is. You live and you learn. Uh, but I think Bull Bull, uh, if, if Wendell is out, I think he's uh, a very good play. For sure. And I think Bamba is also still a solid play also if uh, if uh, uh, Wendell Carter misses. So uh, keep those in mind. Uh, with Miami, Miami and Washington, I don't really like this game a whole lot. I never like a Washington Wizards game. I've said that many <laughs> times on this pod. But I do have some interest in the Miami side, you know, especially if Bam bio misses. And if, uh, you know, obviously Tile Hero is already going to be out. So uh, tell me what Miami Heat you're into uh, with some of the uh, usage opened up there.
1: Uh, definitely Nikola Jovic. 3500. He started last game with no Bam, and uh, it, uh Dwayne Denman is actually questionable too now. So I mean, if there's they'll have no centers, I mean, you're gonna have to have to play Nikola Jokic eventually. And I think you should also give a shout out to Haywood Highsmith because uh, at this point they're gonna probably be playing some a lot of small ball, and he was he hasn't played at all this season much, but he did play last season when they didn't have any centers. So I think you can expect Nikola Yovic and Haywood Highsmith to play some center roles and uh, maybe take advantage of that.
0: Yeah, they could smash, that's for sure. I actually have some interest. I went a little different uh, way with this, just basically guys that are going to get more minutes uh, that have been proven to to put up fantasy points. So Mark, Max Struess is a guy, 5,800. Uh, it's dependent on his shot. So if his shot is falling, he can hit value there for you. It is still a little bit pricey, so I like the other two guys I have on my list a little bit better. I like Caleb Martin at 4,900, but he is questionable. If he's out, <laughs> if he's out, I love, 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 love. Gabe Vincent at 4,600. Uh, Hero's out. As I said, when Babbana Bio was out last one, it looked like Vince was the one that kind of got the most bump in usage. Uh, so, you know, it, what, I'm, what I mean by that is, you know, obviously uh, these other guys that you mentioned with Jovic and, and uh, Heismith, you know, they do play uh, more minutes when the guys are out. But the, pro- the the issue that they they might have is do they have usage with the basketball? And, I you know, I don't know that. It's not necessarily proven at this point. But. It is still a good play because they are going to get those minutes, so you know there's always a possibility they get that usage. So,
1: what, what's the verdict with uh, Duncan Robinson? 3, uh, How you feel you about know, that?
0: You know, if if Caleb Martin's out, I might have to add him in my player pool here. I'm I'm assuming Caleb Martin's going to play. He's been smashing it recently. I feel like he wants to get out there, so I'm not looking too deep at Duncan Robinson. But if uh, Caleb does get out, I do like that play. I'll, I'll have to add that for sure and uh, have a few shares in. Um, let's talk about Boston. Because uh, Marcus Smart is questionable. And we saw what Derek White's been doing. So do you have de- interest in Derek White at 5,400 against the New Orleans Pelicans?
1: I do. I, I think Derek White's uh, slot in. But that's, like, dependent on all of smart. But you also said Malcolm Brogdon is coming back. So that's the awesome. thing where I'm, yeah. like, hesitating. I'm, like, do I want to go with Derek White or Malcolm Brogdon? Yeah. But I think Derek, uh, Derek White has been a safe option. And I think he'd be good to go. Because even if they do bring those players back, you're not expecting them to play 30 minutes. Maybe Derek White t- takes that opportunity and plays a lot more. Yeah, I'm going to say if
0: Brogdon comes back, I probably am, don't have interest in either of these guys, honestly. I just don't think there's enough uh, for both of them to really go off, even with Smart out, honestly. Because I think El Al Horford also is going to get a few more minutes. I think it's just one of those things where you know, the top guys just get more minutes. Um, that's just my theory. We'll see how it plays out. But, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not opposed to playing Derek White or Brogden if I land on them. I think they're still pretty decent plays. Uh, I just think I have interest in other guys in that kind of salary range I'd rather have. So, I'm having x amount of my player pool entirely just not super interested in them uh on the other side of the ball though i do have interest in larry nance jr because we do have zion williamson also questionable in this one uh larry nance jr is 4500 he is a guy that's doesn't have a gigantic ceiling he's not going to be a guy that puts up a you know 20 point uh real life 10 10 rebound game um but He contributes in every category so i feel like he has a safe floor so i think he's a safe floor play at 4500 i wouldn't call him necessarily a high ceiling play any interest in any any of these pelicans ramiz
1: this is a tough play because i mean you're talking about the celtics right and the celtics without marcus martin are going to have a tough defense so i do like the larry nines pick because you know while they may not really pay attention to him and he can really get those like you said uh have some stats in every category I do like Brandon Ingram in this scenario. I think he 8100. I think he has some high upside. He is not probably the best pick. I mean, you could obviously go with the CJ, but it's. I mean, like I feel like the title of this podcast should be questionable because <laughs> every single player we're talking about it might be questionable, yeah. which could really change the whole outcome of a game, right? Yeah
0: yeah there's a lot to stay on top of guys the uh, sportsethos.com has a live injury report which you guys should stay on top of if you have that dfs pass you've got access to it so uh good opportunity for you to go get access to that because uh, as these things happen yeah everything does change so this lady is going to change a whole lot um i do have one other guy though actually i've got two other guys i want to add here not necessarily hugely interested in their games but i want to get your thoughts on them, Ramiz. let me throw them out there to you Uh, i like javon carter at 5800 and that's assuming drew holiday is out uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers, he's been just absolutely crushing it the last three or four games, putting up 30 plus DK points and uh, just reliably. So I feel like he is a safe floor guy, even though, which is kind of weird to say because he's not a guy that was even on our radar, you know, a week or two ago. Uh, but now I feel like he's a safe floor guy. Any thoughts on Javon Carter against the Philadelphia 76ers?
1: No, for sure. I mean, I have him on my list as well. I mean, I think with the, the injuries that they're dealing with, no Wes Matthews, no Pat Connington, possibly no Grayson Allen possibly no true Holiday, so with taking all that into account, I mean, I think Trevon J- 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 Carr is a really great show, I mean, he's had a really good a really good set amount of games, even had that game against OKC where phew, really went off, but obviously not expecting performance like that, but if you yeah. could get you, like, literally like, what he's been doing right now, is like, what, 12 points, 6 assists, solid, good amount of rebounds, good amount of steals, I think he's really good value at 5,800.
0: Yeah, he uh, didn't exactly crush it in some of those games. He still hit 30 DK points because of all the other stats he's putting up, like you said. So I like that. He doesn't have to necessarily have a good shooting night to, to put up some good value. Um, another guy, the last the last guy I'm going to add here, uh, Ramiz, is Lamar, Steven Stevens Stevens Lamar Stevens at 3500 uh this is if Jared Allen is out it's obviously against the Charlotte Hornets who are just absolutely dreadful down low uh but Lamar Stevens has been putting up pretty good value here uh and his salary hasn't really climbed to to you know match that uh, again this is only if Jared Allen's out because if Jared Allen's in he could see himself shrink to the same kind of use the same kind of minutes he was getting before where it was like you know 10 minutes here 5 minutes there uh and obviously that's going to be a huge loss for you but uh if Jared Allen is out. It looks like Lamar Stevens is pretty much locked into a 30 minute role. Uh, so, any interest in him there uh, against the Charlotte Hornets team?
1: Yeah, he started last game and he had a really solid game. He got 25 fantasy points. So, I mean, it that's obviously all riding on Jared Allen because if Jared Allen does play, you're probably expecting a whole lot of change in that starting lineup, and he probably doesn't see those 30 minutes. But even then, this Cavs Hornets game, it's a good chance it might be a blowout, so you might even see more minutes for Lamar Stevens to get more shot up shots yeah. up. I mean, he hasn't been shooting as good i mean he shot three for ten last game but with more opportunity at 3500 i think he's definitely a hit
0: yeah and no lamella ball like you said so uh, which I forgot, unfortunately, but that's okay. You corrected me. No Lamella no, no, no ball on this one, so I think yeah, that blowout potential is is real. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are a good basketball team. There's no denying it. So uh, the short Hornets are a bad basketball team. There's no denying <laughs> it. So I don't have a lot of interest in this game. If I'm gonna have anybody it'd be somebody like Lamar Stevens, where I'm not spending a whole lot of my salary. So uh, any guys that you have on your list that we didn't cover that you're you're really big on and we we got to get to them.
1: Oh, hold up. well, I think Christian would. Christian Wood with no Jokic, uh, obviously going against the DeAndre Jordans, the Zeke Naji's possibly, or Jeff Greens. I think Christian Wood, is. A, this is the game where he should eat. Eat mm-hmm. rebounds, points. They simply have a really great game, and he's only valued at 6,900. Or even the lesser version, if you want, Dwight Powell at 4,400. Because obviously the Mavs have no Max Cleaver, and Jabon McGee is questionable. So that might as a backup center or even a starting center, you know, Luka's going to easily give him some easy alley-oops, easy buckets. He can easily feed off that.
0: Yeah, I like it, man. Good calls, good calls. Anyone else, or are we good to move on? I
1: think we're good to move on.
0: All right, that's it, man. We covered that giant, uh, ginormous, loving game slate for you in just about 26 minutes here. And I want to take the rest of this time here to just tell you about ThriveFantasy.com. You should go sign up there and uh, you know put your money in. Uh, it is a fun fun website they give you 20 player props you pick 10 of them in these con- in these big tournament contests in the contest lobby and if you're the highest score in that contest you win a share of the nightly prize money which is a whole lot of money so you know, go do it uh win big obviously there's some long shots there but uh it is a lot of fun unfortunately ramiz before we came on the since it was a late start tonight, I think the thrive fantasy didn't have all the uh, props up yet, so don't have any plays for you guys on that one. But we usually do that, so definitely tune in uh, and uh, check us out next time. So we'll have those plays for you. But until that next time, I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at at MeasBP. keith and Ramiz. Where can
1: people find you, man? They can find me on Twitter at too nice, so it's be t zero t o zero underscore nice n i c e
0: all right very nice we got that (laughs) too nice almost uh we got that for you guys and yeah definitely follow our show subscribe wherever you're listening leave us a review we appreciate you guys always and forever if you have any questions drop them for us go to sportsethos.com. uh we're always uh, available and happy to talk so until next time though go get that money